M-O-B. Five till nine a.m. We the best. Well, many of us are blaming COVID nineteen and uh, the lockdowns as a result for all the weight gain we've seen. I mean. You know, having to really uh, look at uh, trying to squeeze in clothing, etc., is quite the order of the day. But according to um, some experts, um, particularly from the Association of Dietics uh, um, in South Africa, it looks like there are many reasons why. And uh, these cravings, this desire to keep eating, is a result of many things that are happening inside our bodies, uh, chemicals that are really just uh, operating and producing all types of behavior in terms of the way we eat and uh, even from an emotional point of view as well uh, you know contributing to that as well but ultimately we need to find a way forward and is it possible to really uh, shed some of this weight without having to change too much of your diet well joining us on the line is a registered dietitian in private practice Mbali Mapoli good morning good morning good morning team thank you so much for having me this morning well, I'm guilty as charged. And when I was reading this uh, very interesting article, I thought to myself, gosh, this is so me. I'm literally ticking, you know, all the, <laughs> the, 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 the elements um, around some of the explanations. I mean, mm. so it, it, it obviously is a true thing that um, for some reason we've been gravitating a lot towards food, even craving things you wouldn't normally crave as much. Mm. You know what? I mean, we had this conversation at the beginning of the lockdown and we were talking about what can we do to to prevent, you know, picking up weight during lockdown. But at the time, it was just only 21 days. So, and then we found ourselves in like last five months of serious, hectic lockdown. And that really put everyone in serious anxiety and stress and, you know, just like uncertainty that was going on. And a lot of, you know, um, as you were saying from the article, the neurotransmitters, your happy hormones like serotonin were dropped and that pushes us to eat a little bit more. But not only were we dealing with the pandemic lockdown, we're also dealing with the winter season. And that is always expected that every year during winter, there are changes that happen. We're not spending as much time outside. We're not spending as much time in the sun. We're not getting enough vitamin D. And that, again, pushes us to eating quite a lot in terms of, you know, going to food for comfort, which is Mm. not entirely a bad thing. But now that we're here, I mean, if you are realizing that, okay, now I've gained weight, you know, it's a matter of, you know, doing some certain changes um, as well. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Let's talk about these changes, Mbali, because what exactly should we be doing? I mean, some people say you have to eat a particular diet. You have to, I spoke about boring food earlier. What can we do in terms of what we eat to change the curve? You know what? I, I think the one thing that if, if we do, we'll be messing ourselves up is to try and say, I want to lose this weight that I've gained over the past, you know, last five months in overnight. Because if we approach mm-hmm. it like that, then it, it makes the anxiety, it makes you now be so obsessed about your waistline or your weight that you forget, you know, it just now to add on to the anxiety. And I think one of the biggest things is to try and say, okay, now that I'm here, I need obviously to seek professional help, you know, is a mm-hmm. good way because in that way, you get to sit down with a professional like a dietitian and they, it's not a biased opinion, you know. It's, it's, it's really looking into what you can afford and your lifestyle and what you want and stuff like that. But the other thing is that a lot of a lot of healthy um, eating habits, we dropped them during this time. And we started mm-hmm. now, you know, not eating as much vegetables or much fruit and not drinking water. And of course, we're not, most people were active at home, but some were not active at home. So, yeah. 
you know, saying I'm going to just, you know, re-look into that, if you are not, if you see that you're not eating enough, you know, colors in your plate, vegetables and, and fruits, adding that and drinking more water and reducing mm. the intake of sugary drinks or swapping with, you know, um, your, your healthier drink options like tea and, 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 and stuff like that, then it does make a huge difference. And the nice thing about, um, you know, ad- adjusting your eating habits is that one thing can make a huge difference. So you don't have to wait until, you know, like be on this extreme diet and not eat or drink only certain things or be eat courage 24 hours mm, to try to mm, mm, wait mm, because mm. that is so unsustainable. Mbali, talking about changing your whole lifestyle, one thing that I, f- I find that dietitians can't agree on is possibly the uh, low-carb, high-fat diet or banting or keto as they call it in America. What is your stance yeah. on this? Because it's, I mean, I've been doing it for six or seven years now. And it seems to work for yeah. me, but it, it seems like it doesn't work for everybody. But it, in, in theory and in some practices, it does really work. Mm. You know what? When it comes to any sort of diet, as you say, mentioning and dancing or keto, one of the greatest ways is to personalize it to a person. So we're not, you know, when we try and approach it, approach it and say, you know, keto or banting doesn't work and we put a blanket on top of it, then we are missing the point because each and every person responds to any any kind of eating in a different way. So one of the greatest ways I do it is to sit down and say, okay, because you as Owen, you want to follow the diet and let's just make it be in a you know a healthier, more affordable way for you. Mm. And that way you are able to follow it. But you know, um I find that most people do the extreme and they say, Okay, I'm on a ketogenic diet but then they don't know what are the healthy, you know, protein sources or fats or good sources mm. and then in the sense of plant sources that they must be eating. Mm. And then you know, and you find that somebody has a family history of high cholesterol but now they are eating the wrong fats. If they're working mm. with me, I'm able to say, no, 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 these are the healthy options. Not to say don't sure. do keto or banting, but let's do it the right way. Absolutely. Mbali, so useful this conversation. And really, uh, we often take uh, these issues for granted because we, you know, as human beings, we often think we're invincible, but we have to take care of ourselves because you just never know. And, you know, ultimately you'll feel better. So thanks for your time. And uh, we hope to catch up with you again soon. Mbali Mapoli, a dietitian on The Morning Flavor.